This is the Moraine Valley Library Podcast. I'm Troy. I'm Tish. And we're here today with Tommy Hensel, who's the director of Moraine Valley's Fine and Performing Arts Center. Welcome, Tommy. Thanks. It's great to be here. Thank you for coming. We wanted to talk a little bit today about the Mosaics Grant, which we're excited to be participating in this fall, um, a big grant that's uh, had a large impact over the last year. And maybe you could start us off by talking about what is Mosaics and what have the goals been with, uh, with that grant? Sure. So the Mosaics program is actually titled Mosaics, Muslim Voices in America. And it's part of a larger project called Building Bridges. The Building Bridges program is a grant-funded program. Uh, the money comes from the Association of Performing Arts Professionals, uh, but the, the bulk of the funding flows through them, and it comes from the Doris Duke Charitable Foundation and the Doris Duke Foundation for Islamic Art. So that's a mouthful there. Mm -hmm. But those organizations, a number of years ago, got together and decided that they would create a grant-funded program for colleges uh, to see if there was a way to track student engagement, specifically uh, students' attitudes about Muslims, and to see if the performing arts could be used as a tool to shift perceptions about Muslims. So uh, through that interaction, they're hoping to track student engagement. So they, they did a round in 2013 to 2015 of seven colleges, uh, six colleges actually, and gathered a lot of data and decided to roll the grant program out a second time. We applied in the second round and we're one of seven colleges that were funded in that round. So we are we have completed one full year of programming. We're coming into our second year and, and final year of programming from this program. So our big goal is to work with a research analyst who we've hired as part of the grant to identify students from the beginning, uh, find out what their sort of baseline feelings and understanding about the Muslim world is, and then track their engagement over a full year first, but hopefully over two years if we can, uh, to see if there's any perceptible change. As you mentioned, we've already been through a full year of programming here at Moraine and entering our second. Can you talk a little bit about some of the previous programs? And you know, one of the programs we're excited about is upcoming is G. Willow Wilson and how she might fit in with that previous programming and the programming you have coming forward. Great. Uh, and G. Willow Wilson does fit specifically into right into the heart of our grant program, because when I wrote the grant, um, I had the option to focus in almost any way that I wanted, as long as the focus was on Muslim artists and student engagement. So those were really the two major criteria. So when I met with a group of people here on campus and community leaders from the Muslim community, as well as people from all over campus, including the two of you, uh, one of the things that came out of those initial conversations was the need to focus on American Muslim performers. Uh, because we all felt that the narrative around Muslims was becoming more and more negative in the United States, and particularly during the election season in 2016. So th the goal was to actually look at reminding people who maybe had forgotten and also teaching people who didn't understand just how diverse the Muslim world is, but also how it's an active and important part of the American voice as well. So our focus is on American performers. So in the past season, we had a, an incredible diversity of programming. First of all, we have the group Niaz uh, with Azam Ali and her husband Loga Torkian. 
doing a show called The Fourth Light Project, which is a huge multimedia extravaganza based on the life of an a Sufi mystic from the fifth century, Rabia al-Basri. So that was an amazing performance that included lots of study of Sufism and understanding of the birth of Islam and the mysticism that's involved in many different religions, but also an up-to-date, interesting, multi um I don't even know how to say it, but uh, all the technology that was used. So it's a fusion of ancient and modern technology. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, in the spring, did a hip-hop uh, show with a number of Muslim hip-hop performers. Omar Fendom, Amira Sackett, who is a dancer and choreographer who we'll see again this season, uh, and The Reminders, as well as Asad Ali Jafri. So it was a great mix of different styles of hip-hop. Again, exploring just how important Muslim performers are to the evolution of hip-hop in the United States. And then, of course, we had a number of academic types of events, lectures, workshops, symposia, uh, and in- including two different visual artists in our art gallery. So it was a pretty full season for our first year. And we've been excited to participate in the library, just as a little plug. You know, there's a couple uh, YouTube videos, right, that we have on our library um, YouTube channel of some of the artists in conversations, panel discussions, um, the the filmmaker the, and some of the folks from the the Four Flight Project, right? That we yeah, have. actually. So yeah, uh, Azam Ali and Loga Torkin were here on a panel in the library. Also, Kasim Basir, Basir the filmmaker, right. uh, was here. So those podcasts are available on the library website, yeah. and I believe that you've also linked to some of the other videos that we've created with the visual artists and um, interviews with students and faculty members as well. So there's a lot of, of information now out there based on our first year of programming. It's been fantastic. So we're super excited to have G. Willow Wilson, who is the author of Marvel Comics, Miss Marvel, coming this fall. Um, that's one of uh, Tish and my requests as is, is part of this, and you've been fantastic in working out um, all the details to get her to come. So could you talk a little bit about how she fits into the, the program or, or where, why you're excited and, and what she offers that maybe others haven't? Well, I, I'm excited about her because the bulk of my programming has been focused on performing arts, obviously, because that's, you know, I run a performing arts center right. and the grant <laughs> is coming from a performing arts organization. But they want us to do other uh, types of events surrounding those performing arts events to sort of expand the narrative. And G. Willow Wilson is a perfect candidate for fitting into the heart of this grant because she is an American Muslim. She was a convert to Islam, which is a fascinating story in and of itself. Uh, And also because she's a woman writing in a genre that has been traditionally dominated by male Mm -hmm. authors um, and is creating a female character that is also a, a major sort of force of nature in her own that's also a character that's sort of pushing into what's been a male-dominated kind of genre. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it fits so many different things, not just our grant, but also the larger narrative around women's empowerment and around workplace issues. And and then also her character uh, that she's created is this Muslim girl who comes from an immigrant family. So we have those issues of immigration. Um, I think there's just so many pieces of her story and her work that fit into not just what we want to uh, do in our grant, but also just the other narratives that we're having on campus about many different things, about about women, about uh, immigration, mm-hmm. um, about what it means to be an American, all those questions. So as excited as we are about G. Willow Wilson, we also know that there is 
lots of other programming that will be happening this year. Do you want to share at least a little bit about what will be happening? Certainly. So there are three major performance projects in the season and then a couple of other really fascinating projects that have been spearheaded by faculty members. So let's talk about the faculty member stuff first. Um, Dr. Amani Wazwaz has been on our steering committee from the beginning, and she's been a passionate supporter of this program. Uh, she uh, is working with our uh, forensics uh, people to create a special project in the fall, uh, an oral interpretation project. So these forensic students will be uh, taking uh, Muslim literature, uh, memorizing it, and presenting it in you know as part of their forensics activities. So there'll be a whole bunch of different. Some of them will be here in the library, but also around campus. So we're very excited that we're getting that that uh, you know our award-winning forensics team involved with this project but also and by forensics it's the the speech, speech team right speech so team. people may not be familiar oh sorry with the yeah the speech forensics. team <laughs> yeah. yeah but so, yeah, yes. so, sorry i guess i'm coming from an older older time period yeah. i was with you but just making <laughs> that's sure. all right so the speech team um and then also we have a, i think one of the most exciting faculty driven projects this coming season is uh coming from dr randy connor who teaches in our humanities program uh, he has developed uh, this uh, really comprehensive exploration of the intersection between Arab and Mexican cuisine. So mm. we're going to be presenting a food-based event that will also involve music and some other presentations in November, exploring just how the food from the Arab world and got to Mexico and how some of the Mexican food went back and how now if you look at traditional cuisine from both cultures, it's almost identical uh, in its style and its ingredients and the types of recipes. So oh, wow. it's a really interesting exploration about the intersectionality of culture. So those are our two major faculty-driven events. We have three really amazing, I think, uh, performance projects. The first is a group called Inov Ganawa, uh, which is an ensemble from New York City that explores the Ganawa music from Morocco. Ganawa is a very traditional type of Moroccan music that's rooted in um, the black culture of North Africa, but really comes initially centuries before from the Ganawa people who were sub-Saharan Africans who were enslaved by the Islamic Caliphate and brought to North Africa as slaves. In many of them were in Morocco. Um, and their music, the Islamic music, fused with the um, native music and created this really interesting a particular style of music that they call the Moroccan blues. So when you hear it, there's elements of, you hear the blues, you know, in, in it. But it's all done on very traditional instruments. And that group is here in October. They'll be here for a week doing a, a number of workshops and lectures and symposia, hopefully at least one in the library. <laughs> uh, but, we'll, but we'll, um, you know, so we'll, we'll see that. Uh, and then we have two other major projects that both involve world premieres. And I'm so excited that we're able through this grant to fund original work that after this grant is done, the work will still exist and be able to be seen and utilized and performed by other people forever, essentially. So in November, we have a great dance company from Chicago called Chicago Dance Crash, which is a hip-hop-based dance company. And we've hired Amira Sackett, who was the Muslim choreographer who was here for the hip-hop show, to create an original full one-act full-length work on that company. And the work is called Al-Nafs, which I believe means the nephew in Arabic. Um, and so we're going to see the world premiere of that work here on our stage in November. And then the Dance Crash will be able to perform that for a certain period of time. And then the work belongs to Amira. So she'll be able to then uh, go to other dance companies and put this 
um, work onto other companies. So it'll be exciting because we'll get to see other people performing it. And then the final major project is another world premiere. This one is particularly exciting. It's a an original play. So we've commissioned two authors to create an original work that will world premiere as part of our academic theater season in February of 2019. And then once we have performed it for two weeks here, they'll they'll take the work, they'll continue to work with it a little bit based on what they see in our performances and rewrite it slightly. And then it's going to be put into the professional season of a company called Silk Road Rising Theater in Chicago. There are collaborators on this project. So the play is called American Griot. Uh, a griot is an African storyteller. So it's basically a play that explores the Muslim roots of the blues. Uh, so when you, uh, it, it's an exciting story because it it involves under an understanding of slavery, and how that whole experience happened. Um, how the, the the slaves got from Africa to the United States. But then it also explores how the music came with them and how that music morphed into what we now consider to be the blues. So the blues are rooted in ancient Islamic music, um, filtered through African traditions, and then you get to the United States. And not only the, the musical styles, but instruments like the banjo, for instance, is uh, an African instrument. So it's um, there's a lot of intersectionality again i've used that word before but we're very excited for this world premiere because once the play is done you know our name will be on it forever moraine valley will be listed as the original uh, company that produced this play Uh, but we're excited that it'll have a life beyond this this is so exciting (laughs) (laughs) i'm really really looking forward to the the fall and spring and if listeners wanted to get more information where would they go the best way to get information would be to come to our website, which is morainevalley.edu slash F-P-A-C for Fine and Performing Arts Center. So if they come to the FPAC website, there's a link on the homepage to the Mosaics uh, program. Okay, great. Well, thank you. It's going to be an exciting upcoming year. Thanks. <laughs>